0: Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts, and I am your therapeutic coach, Thank you guys for your continual support and downloading of the podcast. Continue to share it, share it, share it. So many people are benefiting from it and it is giving me life. It's giving you life, but it's giving me life also. Don't forget to check out my website if you have not already at IamReneeRoberts.com. There you can find the booking link for all types of life coaching. I coach from, I mean, you name it. I coach couples. I I coach individuals, I coach emotional health, I coach uh, communication issues, like you name it. I even coach teens, guys. Yes, my teenager roster is growing. So if you have a teen that needs some coaching, send them to me. You can find the link. At that website you can also find all of the episodes to the podcast that we so much enjoy and listen if you are not already following me on social media and you have not already joined our Facebook uh, our, our coach my world Facebook fam group what are you waiting on get on over to at I am Renee Roberts on Facebook join that group and you can also find some amazing content throughout the week encouraging inspiring content throughout the week on both Facebook and Instagram. And of course, my ultimate goal is for every episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Fam, we are here. We are ready to get all up in my business. You understand what I'm saying? I'm super excited. And a low-key nervous at the same time. Because I did see a few of your questions uh, that were submitted. And um, they're good ones, fam. Oh, my God. This is going to be amazing. Thank you for your participation. Uh, So this episode is for everyone. But I want to specially dedicate this to every single contributor to these questions in this episode. You are the reason that this episode is as live as it's it's about to be, all right? Now, before we enter the hot room, I hope you have your favorite beverage, your little snack uh, by your side, and I hope that you are ready for an exciting episode. This is going to be so much fun, fam. I am so glad that you are part of it. So just gird up your loins. I'm heading into the hot seat now. We are entering in, my God. Let's go. Well, guys, I have entered the hot room and I am now sitting in the hot seat and um, I'm a little nervous, biting my nails. No, I'm not. But anyways, uh, I'm excited and uh, I'm just going to just go ahead and turn this over. Let's let's get this moving so I can get it over with. My goodness. And turn it over to our host for this
1: episode.
0: Take it away.
1: Hi guys, I'm Christine, and I have the amazing pleasure of putting Coach Renee in the hot seat. So she's been talking about hot topics all, I believe it's all month long, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we decided let's flip the tables. Let's put her in the hot seat because she definitely does that to us every week.
0: Tell the people what you told me. You've been, this has been a lifelong dream for you. This is
1: my lifelong dream. I've been waiting for this day to dig into that brain of yours. And find out all your business because you'd be all up in ours. Oh God, here we go. (laughs) Only fair. Only fair. We're gonna start off real light, so don't worry. Drink some water, you know. I know it's a little hot in here, but and it's unrehearsed, so I'm like sweating a little bit. Yes, guys, she doesn't know what we're gonna ask. Oh right. (laughs) Okay, so first question, real light. Um, so for people that don't know, you're a pescatarian. Yes. Okay, so when you used to eat meat. Mm -hmm. what was maybe like your favorite meal before you started eating all these leaves and stuff
0: chicken wings honey I loved chicken wings like especially like buffalo wings and with blue cheese oh I love blue cheese my go-to like I and I I'm a I'm a flats person Good but, choice. Yeah, but I will hook a. I will hook, hook up a drum on that thing, you know, and the tips. You know, these days they don't make the full wing. You know, mm-hmm. back when I was eating chicken wings, you can get a full wing with the drum, the flat and the little tip on there. My God, dip that thing in some blue cheese. Amazing. And don't worry, I'm not getting enticed by talking about it. I
1: was going to say, it sounds like you're ready to come no, back. The, like, no I'm
0: just having some fond memories, but I, I don't even think I could tolerate chicken ever again. So
1: yeah. Wow. And, and just for
0: a note, that's been since 2005.
1: Oh, wow. You're, you're deep in this thing. Yeah. I'm,
0: I'm committed for life. This is it. I
1: think, I think 2023 is your year. So <laughs> cool. we'll go ahead and move on from that. So what's something that people probably misunderstand about you? That's a really good one.
0: Something people might misunderstand about me is my proclivity to be really um, personable.
1: Please explain. Tell us a little bit more about this. I see the
0: way you're, you're looking at me like, uh, where are you going with this, ma'am? Okay, so I'm a very, I can, I'm a very personable person. Anyone that's ever encountered me, they know like, oh my God. But I think the misunderstanding comes in when people walk away thinking I'm their best friend. Um, it's not that I'm trying to make friends with everyone I come into contact with. I just love making people feel warm and connected. I love, you know, but I'm not necessarily trying to build a relationship in me doing that. And I, I, I've experienced where that's become the mix-up right a lot of offense or any other you know like problematic in that area when I'm they just misinterpret
1: my ability to be personable so then how do you handle it when those lines are crossed
0: (sighs) oh uh, I'm handling it much better now than I have in the past in the past I would just kind of keep going along with it because I didn't want people to be hurt you know what I'm saying I realized later that that causes more hurt down the line. So it's better to just kind of make uh, set those boundaries and let my intentions be known in that. You know, when I start feeling it, you know, for the most people are kind of, they're cool with it. Oh my God, I feel like I've known you. But, you know, when I get those random people that are just like, oh my God, you're my best friend for life. I need you forever. I have to kind of set a boundary and say, okay, this is what I'm here to do, or this is what I'm doing. And, you know, that's seemingly working. I don't know if people are grumbling on the side, but it's working.
1: So do you think that's just your personality or also part of your role as a pastor?
0: Oh, wow. So you are just going to kind of kick me in my heel a little bit.
1: Well, because, so the question I actually have for that is, but what's a commonly held belief about your role as a pastor that you like passionately disagree with (laughs) Oh, it's a a two-parter take your time
0: okay can i take some water right i'm I'm feeling a little heat and 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 really make you thirsty um (laughs) all right so ask me that question again the first part of it the first part of it
1: the first part is you know you're saying that you're very personable so i was wondering Mm -hmm. if that's also part of you being a pastor and um okay so I'll leave it there
0: okay I think that developed in me being a pastor but not necessarily a part of me being a pastor Um, and I'm hoping this is making sense but um because it is a part of my personality you understand what I'm saying but in pastoring it gave me the opportunity or the liberty to kind of let that part of me expand a little more or develop more, you know, because now I'm more in connection with people Right. before
1: being a pastor. Okay. So, all right, we'll put a, we'll tie that up, that you tied that up really okay. nice. Okay, all right. But the other question was, what's a commonly held belief about your role as a pastor that you passionately disagree with?
0: Oh, that I'm supposed to be that... That I'm supposed to be this person that is like people's emotional everything or their their emotional support.
1: Animal. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: know, that I'm supposed to be the one initiating, you know, connection or initiating the cause, initiating the text, you know, um, looking out, you know, for, for everybody, like that, I cannot stand, and, you know, because it, it comes back to me as, um, one-sided, you know, and I'm, thinking if being a pastor is still a part of being in relationship,
1: right?
0: So with every relationship, there should be some level of exchange. Mm-hmm. I have discovered in pastoring since, uh, since the year two, actually since 1998, that's so old, oh my God, um, that people just don't get it. It's just like these roles have been set and as a pastor. This is what you're supposed to do. This is how you're supposed to do it. And when you don't do it, you become demonized for it, you know? And so I hate that, I hate that for all pastors. I think that it's too much pressure, you know? And right. we have lives outside of, uh, or I should say, in, ex- in, in addition to, you know, lives that we're connected to in the church or in the in our congregations so I think that not having that grace or that compassion for that it it really irks me really irks me Mm
1: -hmm. so being somebody who is um inspiring who influences a lot of different people I, I wonder who inspires you and who influences you
0: strangers you know people that don't know me from Adam and I I don't I don't too much I am okay with that but I would love to have people that I can say hey you know and pull on them you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um it's very hard outside of my little circle of of connections um I don't really have anybody you know that that I can just kind of look to and be like
1: oh my god you know you're well in- you don't even have to know them personally is there anybody like i guess celebrity so you want to know who my
0: celebrities are
1: <laughs> sure i actually
0: one of my newfound friends in celebrity world
1: <laughs> i won't diagnose you it's okay go, go ahead oh
0: god don't tickle me tickle me um i just i just i purchased her book um viola davis
1: oh okay
0: her book made me fall in love with her. And I've always liked her as an actress, but I never heard her really speak outside of accepting awards. And um, so I, after her book, I followed her on all the her social media platforms and I love her. Like, I'm just like, this woman is so inspiring, you know, hearing her story uh, and seeing how she's just kind of living life authentically. Mm-hmm. You know, she hasn't detached from her history. It's right. just, she's just kind of grown and, and sharing that. So I love her. She's like, she's like my new friend in, in you know, don't know me land, but <laughs> me a lot. Oprah has always inspired me. You know, she's always just inspired me as a black woman, being successful and mm-hmm. and has a head on her shoulders as far as knowing what she wants and going after it and getting it. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty much it that I have so far um, in no man's land.
1: OK, so you mentioned how Oprah knows, um, you know, what she wants in life and going after it. So what is the end goal for Coach My World podcast for your brand, for you? The end
0: goal. Wow. These are really, really good questions. They're making me blush um, because I'm always thinking about things like that. Right. So. I would say one of the end goals for, because I have a couple of end goals, uh, depending on which area of my coach, my world we're talking about. But the over, let's just put the overarching end goal is to, at the end of the day, be an inspiration and empowerment um, and to be something that carries on for life. Like, I don't want it to ever become outdated. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some things can become outdated, but I want, and that's why I kind of choose subject matters that are eternal. Like they never end. They never change. It's just the only thing that changes are the people, (laughs) you know, but people are always going to be dealing with emotional issues. People are always going to be dealing with uh, needing to accomplish goals. People are always going to need healing, you know, So just like the end goal is just to make sure I'm constantly being that fresh inspiration, fresh empowerment that fresh, safe space for people to heal for, actually.
1: Okay. Can you give us a little more detail? Because I feel like, okay, that's, that was nice, you know, but <laughs> so I need to know more. Like, where are we going? What are your dreams? Oh, so you want to
0: see what that looks like, yeah? Yes. yes. Okay, so as far as the podcast, I really want to see the podcast be this amazing social hub For people to not just listen, but I eventually want to have some of my amazing listeners on, you know, Mm -hmm. sharing their stories and their journeys. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, people say you need to get people on that's going to draw crowds. And, you know, that's really not, it's not my focus. You know, Mm -hmm. my my thing is I really want to give a platform for people to share, to say what they need to say. Sharing is a part of healing you know Mm
1: -hmm. right
0: but for the for the podcast that's where I'm kind of headed so that's why I'm kind of happy we have in this hot seat situation right now because maybe next time I'll have somebody else put me in the hot seat one of my put me in the hot seat if people would stop being so darn shy and come on (laughs) with me but anyways that's for the podcast and and I definitely want my podcast to be uh international like all over the world like just eventually I'm going to have to get some interpreters for it you know what I'm saying that kind of situation yeah um, as far as Coach My World, the the firm or the brand, um, I, I just, the, the end goal is to never stop coaching. It's to always be coaching. Mm-hmm. All my educational uh, academia is in psychology. And for those that didn't know, I'm getting ready to pursue my doctorates in psychology starting. Mm-hmm. On. But that is for research basis. I don't want to be a clinical psychologist. Uh, Coach My World is not turning into a psych, psych Psych. Uh, what would you call that? A psychologist's office? Yeah, or, like a
1: private practice. Or right, like it's something. not turning
0: into that kind of private practice. Um, the only thing that the psychology is going to do for, the, as far as the coaching is concerned, is enhance it. You know, mm-hmm. because I'm a therapeutic coach, so I do need to understand what things are therapeutic for people and how, mm-hmm. uh, how the human, uh, being works and how they think and how they operate. So psychology is really fueling that for me, which makes me one of a kind. You know. Mm-hmm coaching world. Um, But that is, that is the brand I'm building. Like, you're not going to find another coach like me.
1: (laughs) Hey, big up yourself. Okay. Hey, that's my my little hang line,
0: you know? Yeah. Doctor is, like I said, it's just for research. I really want to get into impacting some of the theories that some of you therapists uh, and psychologists use um in your practices you know I want to become more inclusive of other races the diversity aspect of it um of religion as a part of that um we call the faith you know so my my background work one day may be seen in you know the class of 2030 their their uh, psychology you know undergrad class you know yeah. they the work of Dr. Renee Roberts why because I would have done some research And just getting some things out there to help, you know, strengthen this mental health awareness amongst our people and other people of of diverse cultures.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Those are some big dreams. And because you're because you're you, we know that all of these things (laughs) will come to fruition. Go ahead and call it
0: overachiever. You know what you call me. You know,
1: I don't want to name calling. This is not what the show is about. So you mentioned that you're you're you and there's nobody like you. And so I wonder what's something that everybody in your industry should stop or start doing like coaches.
0: That's hard to answer because I believe that every coach um, has their own niche. Well, maybe I can say this. I think that coaches need to stop trying to do it all and find out what their niche is
1: mm-hmm.
0: stay the course with that because that's where they're going to be their best right
1: mm-hmm. I
0: am emotional healing all day you know goal setting yes I can do that too but when it comes to like business you know I can't be your business coach that's not going to work for me I'm going to have to refer you off to a business coach it's not my mm-hmm. yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Even with things like organization, I can do it, but it's not my niche. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I can help you for ABC, but if you really need that shift in your life, you need to find a coach that specializes in organizational skills, you know? And so um, that's one thing I would say coaches need to stop doing. They need to stop trying to be everything and just find your niche. Find your niche and be good with that and push that because that's where you're going to be the best coach ever.
1: Awesome, awesome. So that brings me to a question from our Coach My World fam on our hey. Facebook group. Hey, fam. I'm not in there. I'm getting in the group. What are you waiting for? Hello. <laughs> Anyways, so they asked, how do you balance marriage, school, parenting, and me time?
0: Okay, so marriage, school, me time, and family. Is that what they said?
1: Parenting, yeah. Just balancing life.
0: Uh, first of all, making sure I keep me as a priority. That's the that's the main. I consider my care mm-hmm. the glue for all of these other part components of that. Oh, that's good. So if I care for me, and this is something I've learned, I don't want anybody to think like, oh, she just done, you know. But if I care for me, then everything else has something to stick to, you know. And a lot of times we're trying to. Set, separate our calendar. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Okay. Make sure I do this. No, care for you. Because when I care for me, I am, I'm clear. I have clarity. I understand what needs attention, when, how, how much attention, what do I need to pull back on? What do I need to give more to? Because I'm intact. When I'm not intact, then things are going to be all over the place, you know, and I'm going to be strapping for time. I can't live like that anymore. I'm 52 years old. Nah. We got to balance this thing out. So I'm just care for me. And in caring for me, I understand those components in my life, what needs to be done, how it needs to be fulfilled. I'm very open with communication as far as those aspects of my, my world. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people that are involved or connected on the other end of that, that they have an understanding. So we can flow together. Because, like, when I get ready to start this uh, doctor's program, my times are going to shift again, you know? And, and not that I'm going to neglect things, but there, there does have to be an adjustment to some times that I'm given into certain things and certain people, mm-hmm. and just communication brings that awareness and hopefully understanding. Can't make them understand, but
1: it is right. You can't make them understand. So this brings me to another uh, question from our family online: Have you ever offended someone, and what did you do, and what was the resolve, if there ever was one?
0: So I have offended quite a few people in my lifetime.
1: <laughs> okay, it's I can't. Oh, you guys can't see her, but it's the almost like the pride of I've offended, I can't. I-, <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I have offended quite a few people in my <laughs> time. Mm-hmm. And um depending on the situation, I, I, I'm just gonna go from because I was going to say, depending on my developmental stage in life, <laughs> I've dealt with it in different ways. Um, so I'll give an example from how I used to deal with it and how I deal with it now. That's Okay,
1: pretty. yeah. Because
0: um, I believe the question is probably more leaning towards hearing about that rawness side of me. Um, before, I could give a flip about people being offended. So Ooh. I did really nothing about it. Like, you know, really my... <laughs> You had to drink some water. You feeling hot too? Um, I really care less about people being offended. And because of that mentality, I really didn't do much to do anything about it. It was more about me just keep it, keep it moving. I would cut people off, you know, as far as like you're offended, um, but now I'm offended. So I'm just going to just end this. How about that? That's wow. Nobody has to be offended anymore now. Right, um, but as I grew and I changed the way my ways, um, <laughs> you, Lord. you know, I try now when I do know. Now here's the problem. Now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a lot of times I don't know someone is offended. Now, like the, we're in the I'm in this stage of life where I'm like, what the heck? Like, if you're offended, say something. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The stage where I'm here, I I hear it, but not from the source that's offended. So. In that case, I just um, have to wait for the individual to fess up and say, hey,
1: you know, um, so that's easier said than done. Like if you're offended, say something.
0: I get it. I'm not I'm not I'm not demonizing anybody for not saying anything, but I, I do reject the idea of them being even more offended that I haven't said anything
1: you because know, right, you're not a mind reader
0: said anything to me. So, but in case that someone has said to me, which they have, you know, that, you know, that, that offended me, you offended me, you know, whatever the case is, you hurt me. My first thing is to validate that experience from me and to apologize immediately. Like before I try to find out, well, what do you mean? I, that's not what I meant to do. No, it's not about that. Like, I need to just make sure you understand that that was not my intention. I'm I'm sorry for mm-hmm. that, you know. And if the door opens for more dialogue with that, then I can go into my reasonings, you know. Because right. uh, I think the mistake we make a lot of times is trying to reason reason through it instead of validating the fact that it doesn't matter about your reason, the person was offended, the person was hurt. Can we deal with that first? They're coming to you because they were injured. So my 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 nurturing uh development makes me want to kind of wrap that wound wound up before we go any further you know and if i think it's necessary to give some reason or they ask because somebody had to ask well what was the reason and i'm like i'm sorry a b c d you know but it doesn't mean that you were hurt by it so i'm I, you know please forgive me for that so that's how i deal with offending people now
1: yeah very very mature way
0: thank god <sighs> thank, for thank god for <laughs> age and growth praise god
1: Okay, so I have to ask you this question, because this question was hilarious. Um, how do you deal with women who purposely sit on the front row and show too much leg? I know, I know, I the that. end of that question was heifers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the heifers that sit on the front row, oh my god, leg and, and legs of it. I say, just make sure you have on panties. I don't know. Like, you know, those kind of things don't phase me. Um, you know, people are people. And honestly, I, I don't believe that a lot of people come with the intentions of being malicious or being, mm-hmm. you know, heifer ish. <laughs> you know? Sometimes it's just unlearned, you know, like it, it, they haven't learned the culture. Of church per se, or or you know the decency that comes behind that. So for me, it's more of as I said y'all know I love everybody. It don't matter you know your legs open, your you your you know I say just make sure you have on panties for your own sake. So you don't sure. <laughs> but um, it in no way threatens me, and I don't feel like it's something I need to deal with. You know I just I just keep loving, it. and most times just loving on them shifts that anyway. You know I've learned that. Even if their intentions were wrong or they're coming trying to be seen, I just love the hell out of them. And Mm -hmm. then I become their best friend.
1: (laughs) The real best friend or the personal best? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. That part. (laughs) So uh, I think this is going to be the last question.
0: It's been 20 minutes already.
1: Wow. We've been here for quite some time. Okay. We got to do two more questions. Two more. Okay. Right, okay two. i mean actually, i was just I'm getting warmed up
0: in the house oh, i'm
1: the host you're not taking over i am the okay host. all you right i'm lie. sorry all right okay okay Jeez. okay okay no i love you so i'll give you an extra one thank you oh okay so what episode of your podcast do you need to listen to the most in this current stage of your life
0: all of
1: them
0: no oh, no let me stop oh. <laughs> not that's a good question hmm. Because in some way, I, I listen, I have to listen to all of them again. Mm-hmm. You know I'm saying now, mind you, there's a hundred, there are over a hundred episodes. So I don't have one in particular, like that's the vein of my life right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a good idea for me to work on that. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't have one in particular that I'm just like, oh, I need to listen to this over and over um, but I do have quite a few that, depending on where I the day, depending on my week,,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know, and I'll, before I go look outside, I'll search through my archives and see if there's something I've said so that I can, you know, herald it back to myself again,
1: you mm-hmm.
0: know, I find myself like, girl, you wrote this stuff, like,
1: yeah, you know, so t- do you take your own advice? I do. I actually cheer myself on
0: while I'm listening as if I had never heard this before. Like, you know, I'm like, girl, that's some good stuff. Ooh, Renee, that was good, girl. That was good. You know, and I do it. I, that's what makes me put out the content I do put out. I don't believe in putting something out that I'm not going to exercise myself. I do think that there are a lot of things I may put out that I have not uh, totally achieved yet. Right that's a part of the growth, you know? So some podcasts I can look back and I'm like, oh my God, I grew from that. But there's some, I'm still working some things out, you know, but I'm yeah. in particular that I could just be like, oh my God, like, you know, everyone I've done so far, like I've had to listen back to them. I know one of the more healing ones for me um, was when I talked about um, abandonment. You know, for me, that was, something that I still kind of deal with today you know just internally it's a part of my journey still working through that um but I haven't really felt the need to go back and like you know I need to listen to this again right it makes me say girl keep your butt in therapy that's what you need to do
1: speaking of therapy um what is something that you learned about yourself that surprised you in therapy like from your therapist that
0: who oh, okay something that surprised me
1: how that lady always surprises me
0: <laughs> um you know what one thing she did kind of bring to light because I love the way she just kind of through humor and things like that she just kind of light shines lights on things and I'm just like I'm laughing but she's looking like yeah that right there that part right mm-hmm. there um is that um I am, I, I, it has to do with control, you know, me and liking to be in control. So I challenged her because I'm like, I don't think I like to be in control. I feel like that's just the way I've survived, you know, the way I've kind of navigated through life. She's like, no, you like it though. (laughs) (laughs) then I got tickled because you know my ride or die she always she kind of mentions like you know the whole control factor and I'm just like mm, <laughs> I don't think that's it but now I'm just surprised as I look at it I'm like yeah that is it whoa and she but she my, my therapist she just kind of eased it out she said it's not a bad thing you know uh, she just see it was just more like don't let it become problematic, right? Interfering with how you maneuver in life. So you know that kind of scared me. And friends. It was shocking, like, what the heck? What do you mean? I like I <laughs> control, but actually,
1: I do. yeah, I do, I do,
0: I and and I'm very surprised that I'm able to embrace that now as a positive thing, mm-hmm. necessarily a negative thing. Because Yeah, I, at first, like, no, ma'am, I'm humble. I'm I'm very humble. I love humility, and really, those things have nothing to do with control. The need—it's like somebody have the need for speed. Yeah, the need for control keeps me good.
1: Sounds like an episode to me.
0: Mm, It does, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So the last question—I wish we were ending on like a like a happy Um, note—but this is the last question that I have. I mean, you empower so many people. You influence us. You teach us on a day-to-day basis, how to, you know, heal emotionally, love ourselves and have like healthier relationships with ourselves and other people. So sometimes it can seem like, you know, culture in is just like this ethereal being that just floats above the rest of us. And just, you know, she has her life together. Everything is together. She's going after her goals. There's no failures. It's just everything is cherries and roses and rainbows. And so, I would love to know. And I'm sure they would love to know that you're human too. So what is a failure that you've had and what did you learn from it? Hmm.
0: Failure. <laughs> yeah, I've had a, quite a few of them. Let me sift through my files of failures. And um...
1: you failed. <gasps> <laughs> Not you, that. But- it's the 4.0 gpa lady
0: honey i have failed miserably in life at some <laughs> points you know i will say that i'm more in the achievement end now in life and i think that's just because of age and time and i don't have as much time to make as many mistakes as i have okay.
1: um
0: but i'm gonna share this and it's probably going to blow your minds but i think it's so important for me to it out there I'm just going I'm in the hot seat so I'm just going to be it's probably going to shock you too so get ready for this um so one of I feel one of my biggest failures in life honestly um I have always been an amazing student in school so me doing well in college you know at this collegiate level is not a shock to me it's not supernatural and oh god has blessed you it's natural. I'm, I'm a natural bookworm. I'm a natural absorber of information and I test well, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Good. Did that all through high school. I had an extremely tumultuous, um, my teenage years were not the best. So I fought depression. I fought, um, anxiety. I fought so many things as a teenager. That it made me leave home. I left home at the age of seventeen. Hadn't graduated school yet? I was still in school. Mm-hmm. Um, but due to that, I ended up not graduating with my class that year. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, I did not graduate. I needed one more credit, mm-hmm. and, well, one more class. I need to go back summer school for my English credit. A uh, English credit, mind mm-hmm. you, I was in the top ten percent of my class. Just right. Now. I. Attempted summer school, but did not finish because it's just like, I can't do this. I'm done. Like, I don't want to do this. And of course, mentally, I just was not in the space. You know, I'm not at home. I'm, I've run away and, and life is just chaotic. So I didn't have brain power. Let me tell you, that failure haunted me until 2016. Wow in 2016 I was 46 Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I decided let me get my GED so I can get into school because going back I could have gone back like and do the whole you know try to take a crack no not I can't go sit with these children in school (laughs) that's not gonna happen like call it pride call it whatever you want to call it but I'm not going to sit with high schoolers in night school and do this. Like, let me just do my GED. So I went, didn't study for it. Once again, you know, I'm a genius. Man, like, seriously, I'm not even, that's not even funny.
1: Like, you, you are brilliant.
0: I went and took my GD, aced it, got my GD, registered for college that next month. And the journey has never stopped. Yeah. I would encourage anybody like it doesn't matter about failure you know I failed. I fell big time I had no reason to not graduate I had no reason to not have my school name on my diploma mm-hmm. no reason um but I walked around with that failure and it became shameful you know what I'm saying yeah. like you know people talking about this and that and I'm just like just glad education never came up as a topic of discussion <laughs> Nobody really asked questions mm-hmm. as a pastor, mm-hmm. um, but I'm very glad that I, I wrote, I, I, rose to the challenge and knocked it out, you know, um, overcame the fear of that failure that, that, mm-hmm. that presented in my life. And, um, now I don't care. I, I'm not scared of school. I'm not scared to finish. I'm not scared. So I tell anybody, if you need to go back, go back, get it done do what you need to do. Not that you have to get education, but if that's what your desire is, which it was mine, and Mm -hmm. failed at it, I, listen, everybody fails. It's okay. It's not about the failure. It's about what you do with it when you do fail, you know? So I chose to take mine and use it as a a testimony and also a stepping stone for great higher levels of education. So, yeah. Wow. Guys, I'm human. You know, I just... (laughs)
1: that is beautiful I'm so proud of you if I knew this I would have definitely forced you to go to your graduation
0: I will for my doctorates I promise <sighs> we're going to be really big for my doctorates I promise I'm making it public making it public it's going to be really nice we're going to fly out we're going to go and we're going to enjoy I, I am going to finally walk the stage for the, my final mm-hmm. step in education in life so that's going to be the the supreme the you know the client. Yeah, the
1: pinnacle of everything. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I am human, guys. I promise. Whew. Beautiful, beautiful. I love it. That's all I have for you because I'm about to go cry now. So that was just amazing.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much. I can now go cool off. This has been amazing. Um, thank you, Chris. I I love you.
1: You know I love you. I love you too.
0: No, what you think? A part two some down, way down somewhere down the
1: line? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be me. I have questions, you know? Yeah, you know. of course. Yeah.
0: yeah, Yeah. As a matter of fact, if any of our listeners, if, if, if any of the podcast fan, if you would be interested in hosting, let me know, hit me up, inbox it or put it in our group. It doesn't matter. Um, I would love to have some other hosts like coming in and answer questions. And I actually want to, you know, get you guys involved in some of the content that I'm doing. So if you're interested in I'll post the topic and if you're interested in being a part of that discussion on the podcast with me, let me know. You don't have to be a specialist. You don't have to be degreed. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be an expert. You know, all you have to do is have a heart to talk and um, let's chat it up. I think it'll be fun. Yes. All right, Chris. I've held you enough, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'll see you next time. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Thanks for having me. Oh my God. That was so exciting and so much fun. Uh, we did have a little vulnerable moment at the end. So go ahead and wipe those tears. Don't cry for me. I am moving forward with life and I hope that you have been encouraged. I hope that, this, that, that through this episode, you have learned a little bit more about me as a human being and I also hope that something I've said has resonated within you and given you a ray of hope and sunshine. Big ups to my writer, Christine Altador, the therapist. She's the real deal. Thank you so much, girl. I love you. You always make these types of things fun, uh, but impactful. So make sure you guys follow her on her social media platforms. You get a lot of great content there and contact her for your therapy needs. All of her information is going to be provided for you in the show notes. So you you can have it there whenever you need it. Uh, but I promise you, her services, you will not be disappointed. She is a real one. Listen guys, my goal for this episode was to be intimate and relatable for the benefit of empowering you on your journey. So as you leave this episode, I want you to walk away with being empowered, uh, with being okay with being yourself. And I know I said a lot of with beings, but I want you to catch that. Walk away with being empowered, with being okay with being you. I don't care what platform you're on. I was on the hot seat. Let your authenticity shine. Let it light up someone else's life. Being authentic does not require perfection. It doesn't require approval from anyone. It only requires you being the real you. And as a call to action for this episode, you know I like to give you call to act calls to action. I want you to find that person or persons that you have not been the real you with, that person or persons that you struggled with being your authentic self because of fear or or trying to predict how they're going to receive or perceive you. I want you to find those people. And then I want you to exercise intentionally being authentic with them. Now, how? How to do this? I'm going to give you something very simple to do. Tell them to ask you something they want to really know about you Tell them to put you on the hot seat for a question or two before you start dialoguing on irrelevant issues and and not so important things you know try to try to go a little deeper in some of these relationships that you value and dare to be the real you with your response let them experience the authentic you let them see what's really up it may be scary as heck but ultimately it's freeing and it is life changing fam i love you and until next episode i want you to be real and keep making forward progress on your journey have a great one fam I am